Welcome to the Good Vibes Podcast with Clark M. Pistato and Ryan G. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Happy anniversary, buddy. Yeah. Thanks, dudes. Uh, 16 years of marriage together, 19 years. So I think my wife deserves a medal or <laughs> her own day, her own month. I don't know what, what we do for people these days, but she deserves it. I, <laughs> I promise you that yeah. it's all her while we're still together for sure. God bless her. That's a true definition of ride or die, right? Yeah, dude. You know, the peaks yeah. and valleys. That's what you need, bro. Yeah, lots of valleys. <laughs> <laughs> that were my fault. That were my fault. And uh, me being married to her, having her in my life was all the peaks. So yeah. if you look at the chart, it's Narissa Clark, Narissa Clark, Narissa Clark. There's a trend. Oh, man. Well, uh, I think you're going to get some brownie points if Goose listens. So, you know, good job. <laughs> yeah. Well, luckily she doesn't. So <laughs> she's smart. She doesn't want to know. She goes, I get enough of you. Why I listen to your show? I'm like, yeah, fair enough. I hear all your stories before. Buh, buh was, means bored, boring in Thai. Buh. <laughs> do the, do the, you're so stupid. I, that's my favorite. <laughs> oh, you're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, before we even name the topic of the show, sure. I'm wearing the, the mala beads, bro. Yeah, straight man. up like Russell Brand style. You know, get, I got my like Rick and Morty pajamas. I got my the, my mala necklace, which is yeah. made of Bodie wood. So educate people. What, what's the mala necklace here? So the mala necklace is I th- and I'm not like super educated on it, but I think it's 108 beads. It's what Buddhist monks pray with. And there's like a mantra that goes with it. But they're made of different materials. I have one that's made of turquoise. This one's made of uh, Bodhi wood, which the Bodhi tree is supposedly the tree that Buddha meditated under when he reached enlightenment. So yeah. I just thought, well, that's kind of cool. And it feels good wearing it. So when I meditate, I always wear my my mala necklace. And I don't yeah. I don't do the mantra. I don't know the mantra. Um, you know, I have my I'm Catholic. So where well, I was raised Catholic, I'm, I'm Christian, but I pray on my rosary is what kind of gives me comfort. And so oh, nice for that ritual of it, the prayer side of it, but the meditation side of it, I like to put on the mala necklace and kind of chill out in the chair and just become one, bro. I like everything. that, man. You We're all connected, bro. We're all connected. Hey, man, it, it, <laughs> stuff works, you know, and, and speaking along those lines connected, we're going to talk about today, actually, words uh, in general, just, uh, you know, that power of positivity. Uh, it's It's been weird, you know, and getting weirder. And uh, just think about what you absorb on a daily basis from the news, uh, people being pissed off at work or just in general, right, at the grocery store because of inflation. Uh, You're absorbing a lot of crap these days. So Clark and I were kind of chatting about this, and we thought this is kind of a definitely a pinnacle topic for good vibes because a lot of us are allowing ourselves to succumb to this, right, Clark? Yeah, and there's a a war on words, dude, and it just shows you how powerful – words themselves are because they're constantly changing the definition of words and what we were raised up with. It can sometimes almost mean the opposite now. And so there's a reason why politicians, media, whatever, even 
good debaters, arguments like they they're very careful lawyers, wordsmiths like words oh, are very gosh. powerful. And so tell me about we, it. We wanted to explore. Well, and we're bombarded with information, incoming data at all times now with the media, social media, even podcasts like this. So you have to be very careful which words I mean, garbage in, garbage out. Right. Absolutely. Bottom line, if all you're listening to is trash and negativity, well, you're going to be a trashy, negative person. And so I thought we would address that and just talk about some of the stuff you and I do to kind of stay happy, stay positive. This podcast is a result of our efforts. You know what I mean? But yeah, you and I have to consume positive stuff in order to spew positive stuff. And so 100%. we thought we'd kind of talk about how we spew. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I find it interesting. I mean, you could actually dive in this stuff scientifically. I mean, there's been tons of studies now on the way your brain uh, works from a positive standpoint, right? It fires up different neurons and you behave different, you feel better. And it, that's probably because words shape our perceptions, right? The words that we use... Uh, to describe our thoughts and experiences really influence the way we perceive the world around us. And, mm -hmm. and that's that's the real issue, because uh, if you're constantly using words of negativity, you know, oh, man, the economy sucks and, you know, the politics sucks and this sucks and go on and on and on, life jobs suck. Dude, you're just going to think your life sucks, too, right? Because it's, yeah. it's your words. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a big thing. Unfortunately, negativity is contagious. You know what I mean? Like if you have that one oh, coworker yeah. that's like, man, whatever. And then you're like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? The good news is, is positivity is just as contagious. And so if you, you got to turn a negative into a positive. So if you have a coworker that's throwing some bad vibes at you, you got to rewire it, throw it back at them and be like, well, yeah, dude, but Hey, we just got that bonus or, you know what I mean? Like it just yeah. depends. You don't want to be a Ned Flanders about it. You don't want to be too oakly dokely <laughs> about it. You know? <laughs> well, my wife died because heaven needs more angels. I mean, you, <laughs> you can be stupid about it. It's <clears throat> true. But there's true. a balance. There's a balance. There's a balance. You just you help people kind of to look at it or even like at work. Uh, I like to greet people a certain way, like, hey, what's up, dudes? It's Thursday. We're almost there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just how you greet people kind of puts them in like. Yeah, we're getting through the week or you know what I mean? A hundred percent. And you and I were talking and it's so true. You know, we all have friends or it could be family members, um, unfortunately, too, that when they come in a room or when they call you, you actually feel that energy suck Ooh. out of the room or, or your, your, your energy personally. I mean, I've gone off the phone with people and I'll be depressed. And it's like, oh, my mm -hmm. gosh. You know, but like when you and I chat or you chat with other positive people, you feel you get out that phone smiling. I start giggling before I answer because I know it's going to be a, <laughs> a ridiculous conversation. At some point, we are going to record our phone conversations are way better than what we record here in the studio. Dude. Oh, my gosh. I, I <laughs> Unedited. Wish we could. I really wish. But, you know, there's the science is showing that that the positivity has a direct impact on increasing happiness. Right. So it's creating that sense of well-being. And fulfillment, and it's unfortunate. Like I, you know, you and I are saying that these are people. They're purposely leeches, right? They're, oh they're, yeah, they're just perma leeches out there, right? That's yeah. And, they suck off your good vibes or whatever it is. We yeah. all have those people in our life. You're like, fuck. What's well, you need now? Or you know, it's the crabs in the bucket, right? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what that yeah. is. You know, they yeah, don't as want soon as you're about to, to get escape, they just grab you and pull you back down to the bottom. Like, hey, where are you going? You know. Yeah, and I think the best thing to do is is really you need to identify people like that because they actually feel better 
by bringing you down. Yes. That's, that's the sad thing, man. That's what's so fudged up and scary. It's like, really? That's on how you're feeling better about yourself by bringing yeah. others down? But it's true. true. It's creepy. It's 100% yeah. 100% true. There are people yeah. like that. Misery loves company. And so they check on you. You know, not everybody checking in on you is wishing well for you. They just want to see if you're still a train wreck or, you know, I had yes. a, an associate. Yes. I'll, I'll refer to him as an associate recently <laughs> reach out to me. And uh, he's like, hey, I, I can't find you on social media. And I said, well, my my account was banned. And he's a member of the firearms community. So we communicated in the past. And so I gave him my new, just shows you how I'm shadow banned. You can't even find me. Like you have to type in exactly what you're looking for. And so he did. And then uh, I stopped following him years ago because I don't find his content positive. There's a lot of gruesome videos that he uses as training aids. And I just think, dude, I I don't personally like to see that. I know what you're trying to do, but. I don't like that kind of shock value. I don't like to see gruesome scenes. I've seen enough like right. up close. So yeah. it wasn't personal. Um, but anyway, I noticed that like he just kind of went through my page, but then like didn't even follow me or wasn't uh, it wasn't a genuine reconnecting. It was more of a let's just see if Clark is still fucked up. That, that's the vibe I got from it. You know what I mean? Dude. So that's how I knew yeah. not everyone checking in on you is there to, to nope. see how you've grown or they're there to see if you're still stuck in the same rut or, you know what I mean? It was a weird vibe, dude. So I was like, whatever. It just, it kind of made me feel a little bit like that wasn't very genuine. He was reaching out to kind of crab in the bucket, you know, it's instead of like a dick measuring contest, it's like a misery (laughs) measuring contest, right? That's what I hated about the firearms community, dude. It was just, you know, who's cooler and this and that. And, and that's why, you know, I started to to fall in love with our friend Tony Cowden because he's just comfortable in his own skin. He puts out simple stuff. And Absolutely. so in that community, there's a lot of that dick measuring, the bad vibes. And, and that's part of what we're talking about. Right. Are you going to surround yourself with egos, with jealousy, with yeah. competition at all times? Like not everything has to be a competition. Like no. I'm super happy, genuinely happy for my buddies that are seeing success. I love it. I mean, it makes me feel like happy for them. Whereas right. a lot of people are like, oh, fuck those guys. Or, you know what I mean? It, there's a lot of that in different yeah. communities and different circles. And uh, yeah, you just got to stay well, away from that. Like dude. we were saying, the measuring that you're right. There are people that go as like, you know, as long as I'm doing better than so-and-so, you mm-hmm. know, and it does it a career or I'm feeling better. <laughs> and, and that's the messed up thing. Um, and you really just, you know, Sometimes it's hard to cut those people off because they might be family. They might be very well, There's close a lot friends. of people too that I see on social media that say surround yourself with successful people. And <laughs> it's like, dude, if your only mission in life is to climb on the backs of other like why don't you become the person that attracts people? Like why do you always have to constantly seek? Like it just seems pre-planned. I just I don't I don't fall for that. I don't fall for that I, vibe at all. I think yeah. A lot of this stuff you and I are talking about, it starts with the self, how you communicate with Amen. yourself, what kind of person you are, what kind of father you are, yes. what kind of husband you are. Like Friend. All that's way yeah. more important, but it's not really talked about on social media. Not that this is a social media episode, but this is a lot that we absorb is it, the shit we see scrolling through doing a little surfing and it's be very careful of that. Well, you bring up a good point because you're right. There's a lot of the mantra out there, you know, surround yourself with these people, these people, you know, things like this. But the problem is, is a lot of those people are chasing dollars 
versus mm-hmm. chasing dreams. So they think yeah. by hanging out with those people, you're going to get their secret to success. Yeah. And the real secret is, if you're a happy person and you love what you're doing and you're working hard, going yeah. after your dreams, that's yeah. how you get the dollars. Okay? Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, just because, let's say, I could hang out with Warren Buffett every day, sure, I'd pick up some good tips and tricks and some advice and stuff like that, but I'm not going to be Warren Buffett. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, it's true. You know? So it's he, true. And, and why is money the marker of happiness? You know, I've never understood that. Like, you know, I, I make just enough to pay my bills. I'm grateful. But, you know, I always say I have a million dollars worth of memories. I had a very adventurous young adulthood. Now I'm very connected to my family. I have a job that keeps me outside. It's not glorious. You know, it's awesome. kind of weird. I, I take pictures of dudes working, but hey, I get to chill out, have conversations. I'm in the woods. I have enough energy at the end of my workday to be involved in athletics in the weight room, which makes me happy. It gives me nights and weekends off with my family. Like, that's pretty damn good, dude. Why? Why would I want to sacrifice all that just to make a million dollars? But I'm working 18 hour days, seven days a week. I'm tired. I'm grumpy. I'm a shit husband. I'm a shit dad. I'm always traveling. But, you're but I got full. a picture. Hey, I got a picture of that Learjet that I rented, you know, yeah, for 80 sweet. grand for one flight, you know. <laughs> It, it's 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 so true and but it also what's really always surprises me is i think we don't really take the time out of the day to really think on how powerful communication is and and who you're receiving the message from and how it's being delivered if you think about it words uh basically establish beliefs and attitudes so think about when you go to church or you know synagogue or mosque or whatever in the sermons, you you always yeah. leave there feeling so positive. Think about your favorite motivational speaker, you know, Tony Robbins, anything. You leave mm. that room or after watching the video, you feel awesome. Or how about just an awesome kick-ass, and I haven't seen any in a long time, but old school, like Nike just do it commercials. Like you're, oh, yeah. oh you feel great, yeah. right? Or but a good that, movie with a good a message. Good, you yeah. feel good, you know? Because, again, if you think about it, is the words you use to describe anything to yourself and others and the words you hear from others contributes to our beliefs and attitudes. They shape thought. So absolutely. Well, and you are your thoughts. Yeah. What's, in what's very the simplistic terms. You, you in terms, you are your thoughts. I mean, you become what you think about. And so, like when I was a young adult, I was obsessed with this seal shit. Guess what? I became a seal. I mean, it's because that's what I thought about all the time, 24 yes. hour days and night. And so yep. you have to be careful what occupies your headspace, especially if you're a young adult with goals. If it, it like we said earlier, it's garbage in, garbage out. But if you put awesome in, awesome out, I mean, you really, you become your thoughts. Be careful what you think about. Be careful what music, movies, it should all be motivational. In the self-dialogue, you have to believe in yourself. And that's where these words become very powerful. Most of us, when we wake up in the morning, we look in the mirror. What's the first thing we notice? Shit we don't like about ourselves. You know, oh, my nose or my ears or my hair or my whatever it is, my double chin or wherever you're at. And like, you know what I mean? Like, it's true. Immediately, we're critical of ourselves and we think about that shit. You have to, sadly enough, make an effort to have positive self talk. But if you get used to that, if you become your own best friend, Ah, if you nice. learn to love yourself in a non-selfish way, then you can love other people. Then you can truly project positivity. If you're positive with yourself, but oddly enough, we're 
we're not our own worst enemies. We're we so are. critical of ourselves. And then we project it on other people. For example, if I'm a middle-aged guy with a gut and I hate it and I'm embarrassed, I might be in the office and someone looks at me and I automatically assume they're judging me for my gut. Right. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're just looking at like, hey, Clark's here. You know what I mean? But we automatically assume because of our insecurity, because of that negative self-image. Right. Oh, they're staring at my gut. And they're probably not. Dude. Probably you know staring what I mean? at your boner in the office. Right? Well, that does bring some attention. It does. <laughs> I knock my coffee cup over all Oops. the time in meetings. It's so sorry. Don't sorry. act like you're sorry. not impressed. Clark, just sit down. Just sit. We got. It's OK. Just sit down, please. That's gross. OK. <laughs> Duct tape. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So, but there's, there's that saying, what is it? Um, Your words become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your action or along some along the lines of that. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts become words. Words become actions. Actions become reputation. I mean, it becomes who you are. It's true. So you have to really, to me anyway, it starts with that self positive talk because you're, you feel good about it. Now, listen, that's, you can still have honest conversations with yourself, things you want to sure. work on, but it's in a healthy, positive way. You know, for example, if you got that, that middle-aged gut and you look like one of those pregnant dudes, you can say, you know what? I don't like this about myself, but I'm going to do something about that. I'm going to change right. my diet. I'm going to change my exercise. And then guess what? When you lose your first couple pounds, you're yeah. like, damn, or you notice getting slimmer. Then there, there you go. go. Then it's like, fuck, yeah, this is working. You're doing it, bro. Yeah. Words and visualization. To, yeah. You have to see yourself becoming that person you want. But that's all positive stuff. That's not being critical of yourself. That is saying I can get to a better place and this is how I'm going to do it. And that all feeds that positivity. And then people see that change. And then you get those comments. Clark, you're losing weight. You look good. Yeah. Then that yeah. just, holy shit, it oh, starts yeah. that snowball of positive energy. Then you're that guy that walks around the office or in the home, make people laugh and use your humor or just lead by example. People are amazed. What are you doing to lose weight? You look amazing. You know, I, I could lose a few pounds myself. Well, I do this. I do that. Oh, that's cool. Thanks. I'll give it a try. Yeah. And maybe they actually do it and then they feel better about themselves. I mean, that's where all this is connected, you know? It is, and I'm going to get a little hippie on here right now because I don't think people know, like, our conversations we have on the phone. We get we get really hippie-ish, right? <laughs> I mean, we, do, we believe yeah. in all this energy and, and yeah. you know, the universe and all this kind Big of stuff. Time. But, oh, yeah. you know, if you think about it, we have billions upon billions of cells in our body, right? Yeah, yeah. So the way I like to think of it is these guys are always listening. I mean, you could make yourself sick if you keep talking. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could, you know, you could get get panic attacks from stress. You could, you know, so. Just from negative thoughts, you can physically make yourself sick. And the way you talk. So, you know, the way to get around that is I'm always picturing like, holy crap, I got billions and billions and billions of these cells. They're constantly listening to me. I better watch what I say to myself. I better watch what I think. And, you know, like even right now, I'm, you know, uh, embarking on a new business venture. I. I have to keep all negative thoughts out of my uh, head. So, for example, let's say I'm trying to uh, find the right team or start, you know, hiring the right team. Well, I could get negative about the, you know, oh, God, the hiring market and all this and everything's so expensive. I already say, you know what, I, I'm so thankful that uh, that I have this right guy. You know, he's such, yeah. a, great, he's such a great guy on the team. I, I've already, I'm convincing my brain. I'm convincing all these cells. It's already happened. It, exactly. It's, it's here. You know, you got to keep your eye on the brass ring. You know, for example, me getting ready for buds. I didn't think about, oh, 70 to 80 percent fail out, mm -hmm. quit. You get injured. I kept my eye on that brass ring, dude. Like it was tunnel vision. 
I was aware that other things can happen. Like for you in a business venture, there's a lot of pitfalls, but I truly believe like the race car driver taught me the car goes where you look. So if you look at that brass ring, that's where you're headed. If you start looking at all these pitfalls, you're going to fall right into these pitfalls, which most people, that's what they focus on. 100%. This could happen. This could happen. What if that happens? It's not, it's okay to address those and have contingencies in place, but keep that laser focus on that brass ring, dude. You'll get there if you keep focused on it. Keep yeah. your eye on the ball, right? That's what they tell you in sports. Keep your eye on the ball. But it, the what if is a is a kind of a dangerous uh, combination of words, and so it's like, oh man, what what am if uh, the storm takes my roof away? Okay, mm-hmm. well that's not positive, but you know, hey, what if you know, what if uh, we're able to have a really amazing afternoon? What if we're you know? So you got to take the what if and put a positive at the end of it versus sure. the negative. Um, what I think is very interesting and, you know, obviously you've had to do this to get through buds, uh, you know, business dudes do this. A lot of people do it is even I've talked to really successful surgeons and, and just like athletes or high performance performers, they'll go through the whole procedure in their brain before even entering the OR. Visualization is Visualization. huge. Oh, and yeah. if you think about it, words have extreme power to paint vivid mental images, okay, and shaping your thoughts. So think about this. If I say, hey, Clark, uh, don't think about a purple cow. What did you just picture in your head? Purple cow. Exactly. Yeah. So, and that's just a silly example. So think it's about the guys though, yeah. that are, I think it'd be interesting, and I'm sure there's studies out there by, you know, in the Navy with their all their psychologists and stuff like this. I bet it's the people that start planting the seeds of doubt, be like, oh, man, I can't do another water torch. I can't, oh, gosh, what if I drown? What if I... It's all those things. Those seeds start to grow. Not oh, yeah. awesome plants, weeds in the brain, yeah. and they drop, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, the seeds of doubt. They they once you plant them, you're whatever it is. You know, in a bud scenario, if you're just scared of that four mile timed run that you know is coming up after lunch, you you're go. a shitty runner. Hey, I'm gonna fail this run. I'm gonna fail this run. I'm gonna fail this run. Guess what happens? You fail the run. Or you quit because you're like, there's no way I can do it. As opposed to saying, I'm going to fucking pass this run. I don't care. I'll give everything. I'll blow out hamstrings. I don't care. Yeah. Well, look at the weightlifting, right? So when you go into a heavy lift, right, you you know, you kind of see the guys that are getting mentally prepared. You know, you do that little weightlifter pace, right? You kind of pace it back and forth because you're visual. You're like, okay. They're visualizing it. Yeah, it's huge. You know, I'm going to crush this deadlift. You've already told your brain we're doing this. Yeah, Yeah, you're. You're not saying, oh, my God, it's 500 pounds. God, so, I hope I can do it. What if yeah. this happens? Or you know, They're not doing that in their head. They are picturing themselves pushing that weight, man. Exactly. So, I mean, <laughs> and some of this, people might think it's gobbledygook, but there's honestly, there's so much science and studies uh, that are around this topic. Um, you know, look at, I think anything that has a goal in the situation, uh, you're either going to set yourself up visually and how you communicate to yourself to achieve it. And then those that don't achieve it didn't do those two exercises. That's, that's oh, for honestly sure. what I believe. You're well, already problem, losing. problem with that is, is most people aren't successful. That's what makes success so sweet because it's so rare, right? To be truly yeah. successful, to truly accomplish your goals. That's why the average person, they think visualization and all that's just stupid. You know, it's some fucking voodoo shit or whatever, but it's true. I mean, you talk to any top athletes, any top performers, top businessmen, you know, operators in the military, talk to uh, an infantry grunt versus a tier one operator. What's the difference? That's part of it. You know, is the confidence, the positive self-belief, self-talk, visualization. It's all these extra 
investments in yourself that make that difference instead of being the disgruntled negative, you know, bottom feeder, not to be rude, but in that hierarchy, there's a mental difference for sure. The positivity, you know, you go to an infantry barracks versus a, a dev group team room. There's a difference in attitude, a difference in pride, a difference in camaraderie, a difference sure. in positivity. The energy is like, fuck, yeah, we're going to do this as opposed to, man, fuck this and fuck that. and Fuck, fuck, no. fuck. Two totally different languages going on in these two separate team rooms. And well, there's a reason why, you know, in in high performance teams, you know, one bad apple could spoil the bunch. Right. And that's why um, the best thing you could do is you you eliminate those people right away. And and it, even if it's part of your life. And, and I know I say that because it's it's like, oh, shit. Well, my brother is like that or my sister is like that or a family. OK, you don't have to stop talking to him. But what you do is saying, OK, well, he's calling me every day or she's calling me every day. Um, God, this is paying a toll. Limited to once a week, limited yeah. to every other week, limited to once a month. You're still in control with that floodgate, right? You don't have to eliminate people from your life. You don't have to um, be available all the time. No, you know, yeah, no. Your time is valuable. So yeah, if there's somebody like that, that you're right, maybe you can't quite remove, but you can limit the exposure to it. And, you know, eventually those people will find somewhere else to go, or you know, whatever it is, they'll realize, all right, this guy's not biting off on what I'm you know, putting out there. So yeah, it's funny when you, when you change your attitude and, and you start to live a certain way, you'll realize some of the, I would say most of the negativity in your life kind of disappears on its own because they realize like, all right, you know, this dude's on a different path. It's weird. It's, it's almost like uh, just polar opposites. It just kind of separate naturally. You know, not all people, not all things in your life will disappear, but you know, I've noticed since I've started my journey, there's a lot that just falls into place. It's kind of yes. weird, you know, when you, you change the mantra, the path of your life. It's amazing, you know? Yeah. And, you know, we talk about meditating and some of these other things, but you got to think of the process that's involved with some of this stuff. So uh, meditation, you know, you're either visualizing or repeating certain phrase in your head, like, mm -hmm. you know, I, I am successful. I am yep. losing weight. I am whatever. And you're visualizing, but also think about prayer, right? Why do you yeah. think pay, prayer is so powerful? Think about you're mm -hmm. saying those words out loud or to yourself, yeah. and it's it's encouraging, right? It's it's a message of hope that there's this bigger power who's your who's your you know battle buddy saying and I it's got good. you. It's a good it's thing, good. you know what I mean? We believe, you know, most of us anyway believe in a a good higher power, a just loving higher power, you yeah. know, however you define that, and that it is a good feeling, and also it links you to a community of positive people. That's why I love going to church is I just sit back and I just feel good. There's a good vibe in there. There's people trying to be good. There's mm -hmm. good people. You know, it's, there's no judgment. Everyone's comes from all these walks of life. And it's just, I like to notice, you know, I hate to say the word diversity because it's kind of tainted these days, but just how many different types of people come to church. And I find it fascinating, young and old and, you know, it's it's the one place that we can still come together and not be put into groups, you know? But, you know, it's interesting. <laughs> so if people are going to church, mosques, synagogues, or wherever, they're coming to hear the words of yeah. God. So That's think right. how powerful that is, because, uh, you know, yeah. it's being read from the Bible, or it could be the Quran, the Torah, things like this, and you're sitting there that whole time, 
and all the words from God. I mean, so it shows yeah. you the power and the impact. And it is. maybe that's where we kind of have to take a time out and and just step back and say, well, gosh, man, you know, if we're, we get so pumped up by the words uh, of, of God, right, then we better be careful with our own spirit and our own words because we have that ability and we have that freedom. We were given that freedom, right? Freedom of choice, freedom of thought. Uh, you know, that's part of uh, being human, right? But it, it's very powerful because yeah. at the same time, words um, can be manipulated, like you said at the beginning. Oh, yeah. So That's I, why the definition of words is being manipulated by politicians in the media because they're very powerful. I mean, you want to do a... A little sample of how powerful words are. Just walk by a random stranger on the street and say, man, I like your shirt. That looks awesome. And watch Smart. how they react versus, hey, dude, your shirt looks stupid. Right. See, see how they react. You might right. get punched in the face, depending you on. Might. Yeah. <laughs> but you can visibly see in that scenario, two different outcomes just based on the words you use to greet a stranger. Imagine the words you consume and how they change your chemistry and your energy in your body, the self-talk, how you communicate with other people, how it changes their energy. You know, words are fuel for either positivity or negativity. That's why they're so powerful. And I think, excuse me, we are surrounded by a lot of negativity in our modern society. So it's even more important to be aware of it and then to filter that shit out. Even social media, people say, oh, social media is so negative. Depends on what you follow. Depends 100%. on your algorithm you've set up for yourself and yep. your searches. You know what I mean? Do you? I follow a lot of positive shit, music shit. I stopped. I unfollowed a lot of military shit because it's just I don't want to see the war in Ukraine. I don't want to see people get shot and die. And no. it doesn't make me happy. I don't like there's very few, you know, I'll, I'll still vol- <clears throat> follow veterans and stuff that are doing well. And but again, my my following is very specific. A lot of comedy, a lot of Theo Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> my algorithm is finally figured out Clark likes this dude maybe a little so, Metallica sprinkled in there, there is if you look at my feet <clears throat> it's like Theo Vaughn Metallica <laughs> uh, Mitch Hedberg uh, Joe Rogan like it, it, but it's comedians comedians and music make up most of the algorithm on my search feed and that's because I, I search and seek for happy funny stuff there, there's very few you know, some jujitsu shit in there, but I don't like watching UFC stuff or actual fights, street fights, none of that. But if you start clicking on that shit, it's going to give you more of that shit. Oh, yeah. So it's is social media really the problem or is it us? Is it what we search for? Is oh, what rabbit a, hole we go down? I mean, dude, it's the Careful. slot machine, right? So uh, how do you want to be manipulated today? And, yeah. And that's the You're going to wrap me up in an algorithm? Well, yeah. yeah. The thing, throw well, me some comics, you know, throw me some whatever, you know, outdoor yeah. stuff. I'm big on there's a lot of outdoor stuff. Uh, there's one nature just shows you amazing pictures and videos from like Scandinavia and like Switzerland. Like, wow, the landscape's amazing, you know? Well, it it really does freak me out, the power of words and manipulation. Because if you think about this, you know, some people are like, oh, come on. No, it's very powerful. Look at Jonestown. Look at yeah. these, look at oh, these yeah. people that are have, just by the way they speak are yeah. able to convince and manipulate. It is very powerful. Convince families to kill themselves. Exactly. I mean, how, yeah, words get inside your head. That's why you got to be be very careful what you consume, who you believe. You know, it's uh, especially in today's world because it's so easy to communicate 
around the world, you know, yes. which is new, really. I mean, within the last couple of decades, you were never able to just follow feeds from different countries. And, you know, it's it's a double edged sword, but it's your choice. You have all the capability and power to, to choose your path, but they're both available. Yeah. And that's what's really creepy about it. And and I think you're right. I mean, we've talked a lot about this on how the, the digital universe is, is basically, I guess, the giant amp, right? And it just, you got to decide on what you want to amplify. Like you said, is it is it Eddie Murphy and Mitch uh, cracking your yeah. shit up with Robin Williams? Or are you going down dark conspiracy holes and, uh, yeah. you know, uh, you know, the world's going to end because of Nostradamus and, you know, so. Yeah. It, yeah. You can drive yourself crazy. You I mean, I've had a couple of friends that uh, during the QAnon rage, they were just hook, line and sinker, just convinced that this next big thing was right around the corner. And I'm like, don't you find it funny that it never happens? They keep no. moving the goalposts on you. Oh, no. And, you know, there's this plan and trust the plan. And one of them was a good firefighter buddy of mine, man. And I hate to see him just just get ate up with you this know, shit. That's actually very interesting because just like on how we mentioned the manipulation, Jonestown, things like that, the whole QAnon. And I, I watched the HBO, I think it was HBO, the documentary. Yeah, it was some little was stupid kid, kid in Japan. It, yeah. yeah. I mean, okay, <laughs> Clay's Cope. It's case closed, right? Uh, <laughs> the guy, but he was controlling millions of people. He was. Just, hey, they thought, oh, maybe this Q guy is Donald Trump, or maybe it's uh, who the the for Kennedy Jr. Whatever. I mean, right. all these things, and I'm like, guys. If and then this one boxer dude uh, was popular on Instagram, and I kept telling people, if you're getting your intel from a boxer dude, come on. Well, the no, no is- offense. He seemed like a nice dude, but he was so easily manipulated. Then. He posted. I used to follow him because he started out okay, but he always had these sources. And then he he went on to one tangent that sources told him that the CIA had shot down the SEAL Team Six helicopter, extortion mm. seventeen. Okay, sure. And I sent him a direct message, dude. <laughs> I said, "Hey, you know, I'd, I'd laid down some shit." His first reply is wrong, and I said, "Dude." Trust me, you know, this is who I am. I know people that were the, the the conspiracy theory was that the guys that killed bin Laden were in that helicopter that got shot down and it was by the CIA to shut them up. OK. And I said, I have guys, friends that were involved in both scenarios, you know, mm. two very close friends that were in extortion 17. And I know more than one person that was a part of the, the bin Laden thing on different levels. I have some agency friends that were there when they launched and there when they got back and you know so anyway i tried it and he was like well maybe that one's not like he conceded a little bit because i was pretty adamant but i said look the point is be careful with what you're doing you just trust all these sources that take it if it's too good to be true it usually is and that goes along with what you're saying about being manipulated like you have to be suspicious of well, if it's too sweet why is that berry so sweet like mm, you know it's a tough equation right because if words uh lead you to form your beliefs beliefs are one of the hardest things to change once someone yeah. believes something and that could be you know your oh, religious yeah. beliefs your political beliefs oh, yeah. your well imagine realizing something you've believed in your whole life is a lie who was it said that said was it elon musk or somebody said it's easier to fool someone than to convince them they've been fooled yeah no, that's true imagine is. if someone came to you and said hey what you've believed in is it we just will be like nope and that's how you get Political ideologies are religions. A hundred percent. We've just been entrenched. And yeah. you know, I do my best to be a centrist, you know, and I look at, well, these are the two options we have. I don't like these guys at all. And I trust these guys about 10%. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. It's so you're bringing up a a good point, though, in the power of the the words and the beliefs, because if you look, a a majority of the channels out there, major networks, uh, skew liberal. Yeah. Okay. So. and again, so you control you a see, lot of the information, how dangerous that is. And you see a lot of the liberal agendas spreading to different cities and things like this. Oh, yeah. And um, it, it's not. A There's no budging. There's no budging on that. You know, I've had many conversations with friends that are entrenched. And since I was 18 years old, I've been a registered independent. And I try to zoom out and I just try to look at stuff. And if I'm curious about a topic, I do my own research. I sp- sure. If it means that much to me going to spend some time on it and look at it and get it from multiple sources and, and try to, you know, but you use critical thinking. Opinion. I That's form my own opinion. You I don't ever it. take something that's spoon fed because I've worked for the government and I've seen <laughs> things that have been broadcasted a completely yeah. different way. And it's like, that's not at all what happened. Holy no. shit. So I learned that as a young adult. So many of my friends, in particular, this little group of high school friends, hook, line and sinker, just absolutely believe what the media tells them. And you're just like that quote says, easier to fool someone than to convince them they've been fooled. I can't convince some of those friends that they're being lied to. They need to zoom out, look around. But it goes back to what you're saying, how powerful words are. And these little they're very good about these little phrases. Sure. They can plant these little rememberable phrases. They're triggers. Yeah. And they just they repeat these phrases and it. It doesn't allow for critical thinking because it narrows your mindset so much. You just you yell at the opposition, these phrases, whatever it may be, instead of thinking about the topic and and forming your own opinions. That's all comes down to the power of words. Like you said, whether it's in a positive format, like a religious sermon, it could be a rant from a news anchor um, podcasts. You know, we try to use our words for good, but there's podcasts out there that might incite uh, frustration, right. anger, or animosity towards your fellow uh, countrymen. Yeah, conspiracies. Divide I mean, us more, you know. Yeah, and I, I hope, you know, we try to pride ourselves on being that breath of fresh air. You know, we try to keep most of what we do comical, fun, and happy, or like this, informative, get people to think, think for themselves. Right. I will never ask you to just blindly believe us or trust us. <laughs> play with it. The shit we throw out there, play with it. See if it helps. If it doesn't, toss it aside, you know, move on, whatever. But, you know, I wouldn't, I would be careful to subscribe to anyone's ideology, terminology, viewpoint, be suspicious of it. You know, I mean, I have my trusted sources that I listen to for information and I hope for some people we might be that source, but for other people, we might just be entertainment, but that all comes down to the power of words. Hopefully we make you at least happy. You, you know, What's interesting, too, just thinking about this, is positive words, speaking to yourself or hearing from anyone else, it it basically increases creativity, imagination, innovation. Uh, And that's how really a lot of new ideas come about, right? You're in a positive mind state or you're with positive people and it's like light bulb. Um, But think about what's happening around us with this impact of digital or AI, things like this. We're using less of that process of wanting to create our own words our own visualizations because we'd rather just turn the brain off and have it spoon fed to us. And I, that's, that's the scariest thing because the, our power comes from our words. And the minute we stop that connection of that power source, then we could be manipulated and believe whatever. And that's what scares me currently. 
Well, there, you know, that is there's a what's that new thing? Chad, Chad GPT, GPT or whatever. Yep. That's yep. so scary because that thing can write songs. It can write papers. Wait, wait, wait. wait of course, here. it's going to be manipulated. I, I had it open today because I, I was just testing. But go ahead. Go ahead. Ask me. What do you want to ask it? This thing's. Oh, OK. Uh, yeah. How big is Arnold Schwarzenegger's penis? OK. How big is this is is. <laughs> You can tell some highbrow thoughts I, go through I, my head, huh? I, I'm telling you right now that uh, I had a register. See what you got, Chad GPT. I, I had mm. a register with my name here, so. Oh, well, you're probably going to get a knock at the door, but it's okay. He's of age. <laughs> oh, let's see. I'm probably going to get uh, uh, banned oh, here. See what Chad said. What can you do, Chad? Okay, here we go. Do, do, do. Let's see what power of the words this is going to dictate to me. Um. Oh, it's it's. I'm sorry. Does it, does it talk? I don't have any information about personal anatomy of individuals, including Arnold Schwarzenegger. It also is not appropriate to ask such a personal question. Wow. Oh, well, okay. Ask him who is the coolest Navy SEAL of all time. Uh oh, I violated a content policy. Got you banned, dude. Sorry. Wait. What did you say? Who? It's the coolest Navy Who SEAL of all time. The that's scary. What answer? Was <laughs> you already got flat. Navy Sorry. SEAL. Sorry, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, you know it's funny because they're probably <laughs> classifying data, so I probably have a profile now, and they're gonna. Oh think- yeah, he's asking about people's junk. He's one. <laughs> I'll just say my my kid jumped on here or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's subjective to determine the coolest Navy SEAL of all time, as being a SEAL is about much more than just being cool. They are highly wow. trained professionals who served their country with courage, honor, and integrity. It would be more accurate to say that all Navy SEALs are worthy of respect and admiration for their service and sacrifice. Creepy. Wow. Well, Chad don't know fucking team guys because he wouldn't speak so nicely about us. <laughs> or so eloquently, right? <laughs> I know. I was having like Thailand flashbacks where we're like swinging from fucking stripper pole shirtless and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but you Thanks, see that? Chad. I mean, think about that. So I, you, scary, you're basically though. asking the, a question and it's spitting out the words. And, and there you go. That's, yeah. With, well, with, it's gonna. Well, look at what people use Google to do their homework, and you know, like you said, it's removing human thought. It's removing our ability to be wordsmiths, to create emotion through words, connection right. through words. A lot of kids are just texting, and they're not even texting words. It's abbreviations, brb. It's emojis. Oh, like our communication, when someone can speak. It's just like the lyrics of some songs hit you so hard. Your favorite little ah, romantic song from high school point. that was your your high school sweetheart. That was our song. Or yes. you know what I mean? Like it just AI can't replace that. No. I think we're losing that ability because I've seen how like my daughter communicates with her friends or when she had her boyfriend, and it was like, dude, that's so different than my interactions in high school. They were so much more meaningful, so much more you know deep and i i just i feel that there's generations are losing that ability to communicate and have emotion and depth that great point but especially about the music man i mean you're right i mean think how powerful some of these the your most favorite songs are they're probably your most favorite songs besides the riffs or whatever um the lyrics impact the lyrics yeah the lyrics the the words like holy shit you love one by Metallica, yeah. right? I mean, that draws yeah. emotions. 
You yeah, know? it does. The so, lyrics, the rhythm, everything. The but it's mainly the lyrics that you know it, it talks about war and all this other stuff, it, and it's, it's just crazy. like right to the bone. Like it's it's chilling. Anytime I hear that intro, I, I get tingled down my spine for sure. I always that that song is the most powerful song I've ever heard. But everybody has that song. Yes, especially veterans or lovebirds. You know, my wife and I, we have our song, and you know what I mean. They're your girlfriend from high school. Yep. You know, whatever it is, whatever scenario you're in, that a song will remind you of somebody, maybe your mom that's passed or whatever yeah. it may be. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my 100%. mom and I used to. And it's funny. Quick side note, not to derail the conversation, but my mom's and I song. Oh, is yeah. Eddie Murphy's Boogie in Your Butt. <laughs> Put a bubble bee in your butt. Yeah. Put you and I have talked about that. Yeah. It's a weird song to have with your mom, but uh, okay. she caught me listening to an Eddie Murphy tape when I was a kid and that song came on and she just died. And so every time she has the CD now, every time I come home, we play that song and dance Dude, around the kitchen. <laughs> uh, if any of our listeners, if you never heard that song, go type that into Google or YouTube, whatever. Oh, yeah. You got to hear it because it's going to make you smile. And if it makes you smile, those are some great words, right? But that's, <laughs> but also, too, that's why that's you and the power I, of words. Well, that's why you and I love listening to comedy, right? Because that's all it is, is making you smile and laugh, right? Absolutely. That's, that's the whole bit there, <laughs> you know? And that's what's sad because we've seen in the past couple of years of, you know, different movements trying to silence the words of comedians, but the comedians have always brought uh, levity and, and humor to, to current events or situations, right? Uh-oh, here we go. Uh, you got to move it from your hand. In your butt. In your butt. That's going to be so loud on people's cars. (laughs) You're welcome, Uh, listeners. Now you know. If if, uh, putting the boogie... In your butt does not make you laugh. Then, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. See, you're not power of the words. Tribe. Look yeah. at you and I giggling like kids because Eddie Murphy's singing about putting stuff in his butt. <laughs> you know what? But uh, you know it's weird. Those '80s comedians back then, they all did some like comedic music or songs. Like even Sam Kinison did a yeah. song, and and oh, Rodney, yeah. like, Adam Rodney Sandler. Did, Adam Sandler's always you like, remember yeah. the Lunch Lady song, Slapping uh-huh. Joe, Slap, Slapping Joe. <laughs> Lunch lady got married yet today. Your <laughs> <laughs> lunch lady arms. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's exactly. Uh, but I think it gets back to the point: is just examples like that. Is if you're the master of your domain here, then again, seek and choose not just the people, but the the content that you digest is so important. So you know, I, I know when you wake up in the morning, and I'm I'm same too. So I mean, you know, prayer helps. You know, those are positive words, and then. um you know, I tend to put on something that makes me laugh. So I'll watch a Mitch clip or a Robin Williams, you know, so start the day. It's like, yeah, uh, dude, exactly. It's not just the cup of coffee gets you going. Be careful you how you get start your, your day. Yeah. Your engine. You got to start mm-hmm. the engine on that positive note. Because here's the thing, man. Negative notes are like dominoes. Once that starts going, you can. Yeah, oh, my point. gosh. You it's can a chain reaction. Yeah. 
It is. Good point. Yeah, you just you have to incorporate positivity into your morning routine and then it just kind of yeah, domino effect throughout the day if you just wake up and uh, guard your thoughts, man, and just think yeah. positive, positive self-talk, positive thoughts, throwing a little meditation, throwing some comedy, throwing some happy music on the ride to work. You know, yeah. don't listen to the news like, oh, God, you know, it's a, instead of surround yourself with successful people, maybe you rewire that to just surround yourself with positive people, surround yourself with positivity. And you there know you what? go. There's a lot of great books out there on thinking positive uh, and the power of positivity. Uh, I've read quite a few of them, and there's a lot of great techniques and tricks. Um, there's a lot of great meditation, guided meditation, how to yeah. how to guard yourself in positivity. There's actually even subliminal uh meditation where i hope they're saying good things subliminally well it could be the it, well what color shirt are you wearing that type of stuff you know what i mean what color ball cap do you have on or little things like that what color shoes you put on put on some shoes and make you happy like for some reason i put on some chuck taylor's i feel like kind of a goofy yeah. little skateboard kid again or the way you dress for me i've always used humor i've been a class clown since the second grade whatever i've just for me, if I can go into the workplace and start kind of picking on people and making people laugh, like it just sets the tone for the day, for the day, for the energy you put out. You know, when you walk in a room, people like, Oh shit, here they know something smart's coming. You know what I mean? Like it's that. Yeah. That's a great way to kind of go about your day. I've just, I've used the ability of humor, like even for this podcast, you know, we just try to, you know, push that out, you know, the, great way to wrap up the starting the engine how you wind down the engine is at night is you know think be thankful be appreciative be grateful you know you know hey i had a good day thanks man you know yeah. say thank god you just bear you, you think be of the, all the things yeah. that were awesome that day and that's how you end the day you always end it on the positive note but it's thinking of those awesome things and it could be the little thing like oh man that cheeseburger was awesome today <laughs> right yeah. it be doesn't have to be big, yeah right so yeah. It's yeah. uh, it's starting it right and then protecting it during the day and ending it right. And I would say that's kind of a, a quick recipe, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you start your day with gratitude and finish your day with gratitude, whatever that means to you, that's a perfect way for me. I like to unwind at night by watching a couple cartoons like Family Guy or Archer. Yeah. <laughs> Archer. Yeah. Uh, Rick and Morty's my new favorite, of course. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it just kind of puts you in that playful. I definitely don't fall asleep watching the news. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Like, you know I don't what? watch the news anymore, period. But that's was kind of like my other New Year's resolution, because I was getting really sucked in with the, the night talking heads, you know, anything oh, from Tucker yeah. Carlson no, to Hannity. And that, oh, that's dude. on late night, uh, you know. That's a horrible way to, you know what I mean? Like, you just feel like, fuck, you know? You, well, you go to bed all tense and wound all up. frustrated, and you're yeah. P- pissed off at the world. and I won't touch it. Yeah, what I found out, you know, what I've been finding out is, like, ever since I stopped doing that um, in, in January and now going into February, it's like, not only am I sleeping better, but it's like, you're yeah. st- when I wake up, it's like, you know, Akuna Matata, right? It's not yeah. Like, I- yeah, I'm very cautious with the news. I also abide by the uh, when I wake up, I don't touch my cell phone other than turn the alarm off if I wake up before my alarm and I don't touch it until my morning routine's done. And I nice. won't look at the news until like midday. Yeah, I figure it gives a morning news cycle time to kind of change up. And, and I just have a news app that I just scroll headlines. I don't care about athletes. I don't care about politics. OK, some event happened. OK, da, 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 you know, whatever. Right, right. Quick very scan. quick, down and dirty. I just yep. want the headlines and what i've noticed is i scroll past most of it because it's negative 
rape, murder, murder, rape, murder, mass right. shooting, murder, murder. Oh, China. Which is China, <laughs> this this college cartel murder shit, whatever. Yeah, yeah I'm just like, eh, you know, I just want to see, like, make sure another 9-11 hasn't happened or, you know, whatever. I just big stuff. Yeah. But very limited, very selective because, dude, the news feed, man, oof, brutal. So I stay away from it. And it's gotten really bad because the the news channels have become more sensationalist versus reporters, right? So it is, unfortunately. <laughs> it's like TMZ, right? It They're is all TMZ it, well, these days. It's like a negative entertainment. And they've realized that yeah. these shock value stories capture our attention it. more than the, the feel but good stories, you know, even like uh, the past 72 hours. It's like, you know, I if I was surfing on the TV, you know, obviously I I go past the news and it's like everything's a balloon. The balloon's up there. The balloon, 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 balloon. balloon. It's like, <laughs> OK, guys, it, it's very simple. Either the president's going to shoot it down or not. But can you uh, do anything about it? No. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if it comes down to a certain elevation, a lot of us guys would have done something about it. Oh, but... <laughs> I know. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. Get a little Barrett 50 cal up there launching. Like, oh, <laughs> hell yeah, man. We should have launched some Estes rockets at it. We'll try our best, you know. <laughs> it's, but it, it, I was started to laugh at it because I, I'm not going to uh, say the network, but I was going to the networks. And it's like... It, they have it in the corner with its own picture in picture. It's like, you know, live now, the balloon. It's like, mm. it's just a balloon floating. I thought I was the watching sky. Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade or something like, oh, no. dude, China's participating in the parade. Oh, it was, But that's what we're saying. You got to have a good laugh about it. I, I mean, saw a funny meme. We should float like a Trump balloon over Beijing. <laughs> <laughs> I've always enjoyed like the parody that comes from these incidents. Dude. That's why I started posting funny shit about the balloon, you know? <laughs> that's a really good idea, too. And that's another thing, too. I mean, I do miss some of the humor I see on IG. I haven't been on IG uh, since January. I just I wanted yeah, just to take a break nothing. of it because I just, you know, I I don't need the nonsense. And I'm not saying that as a, uh, as a poke at anyone who posts content on there. It, it's just not. It's just... You know, well, I'll wrap it up in a sentence for you. Uh, There's still middle aged men shirtless are the toughest people that have ever existed. And girls are still shaking their butts in front of the camera. There, okay. There's Instagram and a snapshot. So yeah. it, it, it hasn't changed in the 30 some <laughs> days. I've been on. OK, OK, that's it. Well, Those are the main know. two categories. You know, yeah. I don't fit into either one. But, I do get yeah. Clark withdrawal, though, because you do put some quality nuggets up there. There are some quality humor nuggets. And I, I, I do appreciate that. But it's hard. You. You know, it's it's almost like you got to do a drive by. It's like uh, go to Clark's Boom, I'm out. I'm out. Right. Yeah. But I do the same thing. I keep it very limited. You know, I I kind of check my feed and it's it, even I myself. I'm guilty of this, too. It gets repetitive, you know, and it's just like, oh, OK, well, what happened to me <sighs> is my daughter called me out. You know, she was like, you know, daddy, you're always just scrolling through this. Giant. I was like, dude, is this is this really making me, uh, you know, smarter, uh, no. making me money? Or is it making me happy? So if it's no. not making me happy, it's not making me smarter, and it's not making me money. No, is this really a good exercise? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's a good way to look at it. Right, just so. the, you see it as junk food. It's okay to have junk food once in a while. Well, it's okay to brain fart on social media once in a while. Sure, but to be aware of the addiction. In fact, my daughter found a Kevin Hart skit where he Kevin. took a cell phone from his kid, and his kid, he said he had like crackhead addiction withdrawals he was like dad take my leg not my phone take, and my no, daughter yeah. was laughing because she goes i know how he felt when you took the phone from me i went through some withdrawals and i said yeah but look at you now look so how funny. easily it is for you to just disconnect from that and participate with the family or focus on homework or 
amazing difference once you're aware of it. And so yes. it's, yep. It's Absolutely. Good. You got to use uh, technology, words, everything that we've talked about in a positive light. Everything serves a purpose, everything in moderation. You yeah, know? man. And that's, I think that's a good way to, to, to wrap it up, you know? So yeah. we just want, oh, yeah. hopefully just you've got another for our review. listeners. Hey, if anyone does know Schwarzenegger's penis length, just email us <laughs> at uh, the vibe tribe at protonmail.com. I would appreciate that. You only Since think about Chad is huge. Yeah. That's not appropriate to ask a Chad about Arnold's penis. <laughs> I, my biceps are huge. My pack is huge. What What else do you think is huge? <laughs> yeah, I hope. I hope he's packing, dude. I don't know. <laughs> uh, God, you always, you always digress to that. Always. Yeah, always Clouds. a penis in the end, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Arnold's penis. I mean, it's like, damn, uh, dude. God. We should have just changed the name to the penis podcast, dude. <laughs> Probably uh, get some followers. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, you remember? You remember how I had the stalker when we first started? You remember you get those great emails? <laughs> yeah, there was some creepy. Yeah. yeah, actually, I got some good emails. We got to we'll uh, do maybe towards the end episode. of the month or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Guys, uh, again, uh, please send emails in. Uh, we love those, and we save them for big episodes. Tell uh, friends about us. Help yeah. us grow. We want to grow organically. You know, just if you enjoy what we do, please tell a tell a mate. Yeah, tell a mate. And we again, we really appreciate the support uh, support uh, for those of you that are making purchases on the Good Vibes website, buying swag. Let's 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 be loud and proud. The Vibe Tribe. Also. Um, Again, we're not supporting YouTube because of just their behavior. So we're on Rumble. So make sure you, if you want to watch the videos, you're on Rumble. And uh, other than that, guys, you know, as always, Clark and I want you to keep your hearts uh, empty of hate and minds free to worry. Brother man, always a pleasure. Love you. For shizzle my nizzle. <laughs> Out, brother. <laughs> Later. <laughs>